Hello, and welcome to Mom Boy Book, where a mom and a boy discuss the latest book they've read together. I'm the mom, Annie. And I'm the boy, Bodie. And today's book is The The Hunger Hunger Games. Games! Okay, so Bodie and I recently finished reading The Hunger Games. And it's kind of a funny story because I had read The Hunger Games about 10 years or so ago. And I remember I loved it, but what I didn't remember was how crazy violent it was. So hey, I really, when when you skipped those part, I was kind of sad. <laughs> of course you were. So I thought I was kind of being slick when I skipped over the violent parts, but you knew what I was doing? Yeah, because I was kind of sad when that happened, but you know how I knew you did it? How? <laughs> um, because, um, well, you were like, stop pausing and trying to make up stuff because I know you were <laughs> making up stuff. Um, because, I'd get all weird. <laughs> yeah, you get like, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. Guilty as charged. I was making up stuff, but here's the thing we don't usually do violent stuff. I did not let you play violent video games. Yeah, you do. No, what? When? One. When do I let One. you play violent video games? One. What Grandma. violent video game? Grandma. At Grandma's. What game is it? Assassin's Creed. Yes, that is true. Your crazy grandma loves to play Assassin's Creed. Not not something normal grandmas like to do. So I, I know, do let I, you play with her. No, and you let me play with Jack. Yes. Well, they said that that has, like, history in it, so she, she tries to justify it that way. But, needless to say, I don't let you play Fortnite. I don't let you play violent video games at home. I don't like home. Fortnite. Well, I know, but I'm just saying I don't let you do that kind of stuff. But we did talk about the violence. So, what did I say when we had that discussion? What was your takeaway from our discussion about violence in the Hunger Games versus, like, violence in a video game? So, what? The violence in the video game and the violence in the book are way different. Because um, in video games, if you kill somebody, then you just keep walking along. But in books, um, you... um, The people don't want to kill them, but they have to. So when they kill somebody... They feel like really bad about it. Yeah, I think that's the difference too. Like, you don't, your characters in video games aren't really feeling remorseful about killing other characters. But in the Hunger Games, they like talk about it and dissect, like, what, you know, that they hate doing this so much, even if it's their enemy. So, The Hunger Games is a dystopian novel taking place in the future. It's like America in the future, except instead of, a capital in 50 states, they have a capital and 12 districts. And each of the districts, because at one point, um, when the, I guess maybe like when, I don't know, at one point the districts rose up against the capital and tried to fight them because everyone who lives in the capital has everything. They have money and um, they have fun and they live kind of like frivolous lives because they're getting like cosmetic surgery and dyeing their hair and wearing silly clothes and things like that. But in the district, they're like working their butts off to just to survive. And so each of the 12 districts is known for something different. And we're focusing on District 12, where the main character Katniss lives. 
Mm-hmm. And they are coal miners, right? Yeah. So that is not pleasant work. And it's kind of like where Appalachia is today. There's like an Appalachian mountain range. And that is where District 12 is is supposed to be. So anyway, at one time, the districts rose up against the Capitol. And they lost. The Capitol won. And for the last 74 years, every year since the uprising, the Capitol forces each district to submit two tributes, a boy and a girl, under the age of 18, to fight in the Hunger Games, where where they fight to the death. And the the person who wins is called the victor. Well, they essentially just like pull your name out of a, out of hat. But if you're poor and you sign up for rations or like free food, you have to put your name in extra. So poor people get their name put in more than rich people, which kind of sucks. That doesn't seem fair, does it? Yeah, but I wonder if they do that in other states. I think so. I think if you take if you take free food from the government then your family has to put in extra tickets for, with your name on them. So anyway, we're we're in District 12. This girl Katniss is like an awesome hunter. She, Her dad has been killed in a mining accident. She take, takes care of her mom and her sister by hunting game. And so she's like awesome with a bow and arrow, which is super mm-hmm. cool. And her sister's name actually gets, her 12-year-old sister's name gets drawn. And Katniss, what does she do? She volunteers. Yeah, so she's not even, so here's, so she doesn't, her sister gets called and she's like, I volunteer. And so she, she volunteers to be the tribute, which you can do. And like in the, in some districts where being a tribute is like awesome, people want to volunteer, but most districts hate the Hunger Games, and they don't want to volunteer. So here's my question to you. If your little sister, if her name was drawn, (laughs) and you could volunteer for a sister, would you volunteer as tribute to save your sister? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I thought you would, I thought you would, like, immediately know what you would do. uh, This is tricky. She does scream a lot. (laughs) She's a screamer, definitely. And she kind of interrupts this a lot. She she has been interrupting while we're trying to make our podcast. But we love her. Would you want to send her off to the Hunger Games? Or would you take her spot? That's the question we're asking today. Mm. (laughs) I can't believe you're so indecisive. You're her big brother, man. Okay, I'm I'm not going to make you answer this today. We're not. Let's hope we never get in a Hunger Games situation. And let's certainly hope your little sister doesn't get picked because I think you're not volunteering for her. I wouldn't let that happen. I would, like, take off with you guys. I would put you in a blanket and smuggle you out of the country or something. So, anyway, so Katniss gets picked and a boy from uh, the Capitol gets picked. His name's Peta. And he is with, like, a bread-making family, which I just occurred to me, pita bread. (laughs) Pita bread. (laughs) I'm sure other people had that realization long, long ago, but I just, that just came to me. So, um, okay, so they go to the Hunger Games with Hamish. Tell tell us who Hamish is. Hamish is just, like, this big guy. A drunk person that won the Hunger Games. Okay, yeah. So a previous p- 
person who won the Hunger Games from your district is the mentor. So you're saying, hey, Mitch is a big drunk guy. What does it mean to be drunk? You drink way too much beer and you go crazy. You drink too much beer and you go crazy. That is a pretty good definition of it. So he he is a drunk. And so at first, do you think that he's going to help him very much? No. No. But he kind of devises like a brilliant scheme, which is what? Head dive. Head dive. Why are you diving your head? Because Hamish did that in the book. What is it? Say it. He was drunk and then he head dived. Oh, yeah. He head dived off the stage. That's no. awesome. <laughs> Thank you for dem- demonstrating a head dive. Oh, people can't see you. This is a podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay. So they get stuck with Hamish as their mentor, but he turns out not to be that mad because he devises this brilliant scheme where Katniss and Peeta pretend to be. Yeah, I'm not saying in love okay actually Peta is really in love with Katniss Katniss not so much but Hamish's idea is if they have like kind of a love story then the people watching because by the way they make everybody watch this on tv what the heck so Katniss and Peta Peta already likes Katniss Katniss not sure how she's feeling about Peta she likes him but She's she's not, like, crazy about him like he is. So, anyway, they get to the Hunger Games, and this is kind of the plan to make the sponsors fall in love with them because the more sponsors you get, the more money and things, items you get to help you survive, right? Yeah, but what I think is, is kind of weird is when Katniss has to watch all of it, and... Um, some people do really weird stuff in the Hunger Games. Like, for example, about when she told um, people about um, a girl that had a ruby ring, and if you just twisted one of the jewels, a poisonous spike would come out of that. Oh, that was like the, each person could take one, um, one token from their district. And what did Katniss take? She took the pin. Yeah, the Mockingjay pin. And um, they said they had to, like, check it over thoroughly because the other girl took that, like, trick ring that had poison in it. These people are nuts, I tell you. I know. So, anyway, they get into the arena where the game makers have kind of created this landscape. And um, it begins at the cornucopia where they have all these supplies. And what um, one thing that came up, one thing that came up in our conversation as we're reading the book is what supply were they missing? Mm-hmm. They were missing a toilet. A toilet? <laughs> toilet paper. We're like, uh, are they going poop here or what? I mean, they never pooped. They, they never peed. pooped. They never peed in the whole book. And that would be like some work to figure out where to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was a little surprised. But you said it'd be funny if someone picked up a backpack and opened it and what was in it? A toilet seat. A toilet seat. I was like, yeah, that would be funny, but maybe helpful to someone. Or you could like throw a toilet seat really hard at someone and hurt them probably. Toilet seats are heavy. Yeah, they are. (laughs) So anyway, we're still unsure what the poop and pee situation is. Maybe the author just didn't want to go into it. No, maybe not. 
not. But it wouldn't be very romantic when Peta and Katniss were in the cave together and Peta's like, uh, I gotta poop, but he couldn't walk. So <laughs> Katniss may have to help him poop. That would not, not yeah. really fan the flames of romance. No. Okay, so anyway, first Katniss and Peta are not together. Peta kind of teams up with the careers, which are like the really tough tributes who have been training to be in the Hunger Games forever. And why does he do that? Because um, he really needs their supplies, and and so and he is, and so he didn't get anything. So they, he's using the career for the careers. Is for all their stuff they get. In exchange, like he promised to take them to Katniss because Katniss scored the highest in pre-training. She got the highest training score, which means she is like the the tribute to beat because she the the game makers rated her as like one of the toughest people out there. So they're using Katniss or they're using Peta to lead them to Katniss, and Peta's using them for supplies. Is Peta really betraying Katniss? No. No. Which he's actually trying to help her. So Katniss does get cornered by the tributes. Uh, but she, this is where she makes her first friend. She is up in a tree. Um, well, they, they chase her. She She's up in a tree and they, with that, I'm getting the movie and the book confused together. I don't know if they chased her in the book. But anyway, she ends up a tree. And who, and all the careers are waiting at the bottom for her. To come down because she's got to come down sometime. I mean, she probably has to poop sometime. <laughs> so they know she has to come down. And who helps her? Um, Rue. Rue. She, she points up to the tracker jacker nest. And yeah, she... tracker jackers are like crazy wasps. demon wasps. And yeah, Rue is like pointing and cat. <laughs> And Katniss sees the tracker jacker nest, and what does Katniss do? She cuts off the branch, but she also got stung. Yeah, she cuts off the branch, so the nest falls on the careers. And how many how many tributes does she take out? Um, one, two, one right away, and then I think another one died shortly after. So, so she kills two. Well, the wasps kill them. And then, um, but she also gets stung, but right before she kind of passes out from the stings, she sees that PETA was protecting her, so she knows. And then later on, oh, spoiler alert. Here's the question. Should we do spoilers in this podcast? What's your view? I wonder what they think. What people listening think? Yeah. Uh, Maybe we should just do, like, spoiler alert. Or just spoilers. So, like, you could fat or just do the spoilers and be like, "Tough luck, you're just getting spoilers." Yeah, you're you are brutal. I'd say we should be like, "Woo, woo!" Spoiler alert! If you don't want to know what happens, fast forward to the end. Like, fast forward past this part. You don't think so? You think we should just say whatever we want? Spoiler. Yeah. Okay, spoiler, um, Katniss and Rue become allies, and then what happens to Rue? She dies. Yeah, some schmuck sends a spear through her, and she's just 12, she's a baby. Yeah, total butt face. So, she's just a little girl, and Katniss kind of gives her like a little funeral, and covers her in flowers, 
and is really respectful of her death and really sad. She sings her a song as she's dying, and it's kind of a touching moment. Mm, yeah. And then what what happens that's surprising after that? Mm. Katniss gets a little gift. Yeah. From who? From um District Eleven, but they after that they rampage. They're like, oh, they fight against the Capitol because they're mad. Yeah, and that was not in the book. That part was not in the book. They send her like a loaf of bread from their district. And then in the movie, you can see like the people of District 11. After Rue died, they were mad and they were like throwing things. They were rampaging. And definitely rampaging against the peacemakers and like, which are their police. Yeah. But Would you be rampaging, do you think? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would rampage, too. I would be pretty mad about Rue's death. But, um, so Katniss kind of has support from District 11. Then there's, like, the first huge twist in the book, which is, like, some trumpets go off, and the voice of the announcer comes over, and he says, there's been a rule change. What is the rule change? The rule change is that two dis- people from the same district can win. Yes. Both, if if the two remaining tributes are from the same district, they both can win. So Katniss, like, she screams out one word, and what is it? PETA. She's And not because she wants PETA bread, it's because she wants to find PETA, the boy with the bread. What if she does? What if she just want, was asking Hamish for PETA bread? <laughs> PETA bread! <laughs> Or maybe she was saying pee-pee because she had a (laughs) pee-pee. Okay, okay. So, so. (laughs) Pee-pee. Pee-pee. Poo-poo. Okay, this is, we're getting way too far into potty humor. Okay, so, so she goes and finds PETA. He is, of course, he's a camo pro. He's, like, professional at camouflaging himself. Because he decorated cakes. Yes, which apparently is a really handy skill in survival. So good for him. And um, she finds him. They end up, he, his leg is like almost hacked off and she really needs medicine for him. So they go into this cave and Hamish is not sending the medicine. But what does Katniss have to do to get Hamish's attention? Yeah, you're going to say that. Why won't you say it? Because it's gross. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you guys, there's a lot of kissing in this book. And Bodie, how do you feel when we're talking about kissing? What's your response? <laughs> he like hides his head under the covers. <laughs> and does not want to hear about it. So um, there was a lot of kissing in this book. It was probably of all the hundreds of books we've read together is the kissiest book we've ever read you're just dry heaving right now what is what's your response to that what you want to read the second book which is catching fire what if i tell you there's even more kissing in that one is there i don't remember (laughs) there could be or i have an idea i could instead of skipping over the violent parts i could skip over the kissing part please please (laughs) please please Please, please, please. I'm begging you. You, I can't believe you're more grossed out by two people 
in a loving relationship kissing than by kids murdering each other in cold blood. What's worse, kids murdering kids or kissing? Kissing. (laughs) Straight from the mouth of an eight-year-old boy. You won't always feel that way. Yes, I will. Okay. Do you give your mom a kiss? Yeah. I'll give you a kiss. Okay. I'm the only person, though. And dad. And dad, and that's it. No more kissing. No. <laughs> okay. Except so, grandma. Grandma. Well, and grandma. grandma. And grandpa. Okay. So, anyway, there's a lot of kissing. Their, their relationship is growing. Hamish likes the kissing, so he sends them prizes and food. And then they find out this medicine PETA needs is really expensive, so Katniss has to show up at this feast in order to get it. And so what does she do to PETA? She takes the sleeping syrup and tricks his booty into drinking the sleeping syrup and knocks him out. And then she goes and gets his medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's fast forward clear to the end. The dogs. Ugh. The crazy zombie dogs. Zombie dogs. They explain the dogs to the people that that don't know what we're talking about. The, the strange zombie dogs. They took the DNA of dead people and they um they well made they made and they mixed dog DNA with human DNA and then. It made, like, zombie dogs. Yeah, because Katniss, like, all of a sudden they see Cato tearing out of the woods. And he's, Cato is the, like, a, a huge tribute from, like, District 2, I think. And he's their last competitor. And he's the most violent. So it's Katniss, Peta, and Cato left. Cato, they force him into the cornucopia where they're going to have their final showdown. Cato is, like, running at him. Except he doesn't stop to fight them because he's being chased by a pack of zombie dogs. And they climb up to the top of the cornucopia, which is like this structure kind of in the middle of the arena. And these dogs are trying to get him. And she notices that one of them has the eyes. Of glimmer. Of glimmer, one of the competitors. And she's like, holy shaboli. That's Glimmer. And then she starts seeing characteristics of all the tributes in these crazy zombie dogs. That's a mind blower, I think. I remember you stopped the book and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Explain these dogs again. I had nightmares. That that was probably, that was a really scary part. So anyway, um, spoiler alert again, the dogs corner them. Long story short, Kato gets kicked to the dogs and... The dogs um, finish him off, and Katniss and Peeta are the victors. But wait, what happens? They lie. Rule change. What happened? What do they say? They make them fight to the death. Yeah, they're like, "Uh, remember that thing we said earlier? We're just changing our mind about that. So now you have to kill each other. And then they took out the bears. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So earlier, wait, earlier in the story, Peto was gathering food, and he gathered these poisonous berries called Nightlock. And Katniss was like, no, don't eat those. But she kept some. Why did she keep some berries? Because they were like, let's see if Kate, 
Kato or Foxface likes berries. Yeah, so let's see if Kato... Well, Foxface ate the berries. She stole yeah. berries from him. And then she died. Yeah, there was a competitor who was, like, sneaking around and just stealing, like, little bits of food. She wasn't violent. She didn't try to go after anybody. She was just trying to survive by sneaking bits of food. And, and Peta was putting these berries on a on their, you know, in their area, on their plastic sheet, and she came and snagged some, and then cannon fire... She's gone. She ate the berries. So they have these berries left and when the and when the cat when the rule change is like you were you surprised by the rule change or did you think they were both going to win? I thought they were both going to win, but when you spoiled it at, at that one time, you said one was going to win. Well, I was trying to mislead you. It was what? like a red herring. I think they're both going to win, but then I think they're both not going to win, but then kind of says this brilliant idea. Yeah, like, it goes back and forth there at the end when you're like, oh, yeah, they both won. Oh, no, only one can win. Oh, wait, they're both going to die. Oh, my God, they both live. So it's like uh it's kind of it's kind of like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, and you also misled me more. How? Because you said only one was going to win. I know. Are you still mad about that? Maybe. I had to do what I had to do. I couldn't spoil the book for you. Like, we're spoiling it for everyone who listens to this podcast. (laughs) Okay. So, Katniss has the Nightlock Berries from earlier. And she thinks there's no way the Capitol is going to let us get away with both dying because they have to have a victor or else the the people in districts are going to be mad that nobody survived. So she devises a plan for them both to die by or pretend they're going to die by both eating the nightlock berries at the same time, committing suicide together. Pretty happy. Yeah. You know what suicide is? Mm, then you do it alone? You, you kill yourself. Yeah. It's a pretty horrifying thought, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think they would have really done it? She was taking a risk. No, no, no. She was taking a risk, like, thinking that they would get stopped because they actually put the berries in their mouth. Yeah. And what'd they say about those berries? They're all poisonous. And they, like, kill you on contact. So, like, you swallow the berries and... Yeah. What's your best death by berries noise? So, anyway, they both eat the berries. The voice comes over. The no, 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 no. Stop! The the winners of the seventy fourth Hunger Games are Katniss Everdeen and Peter Malark. And then the hovercraft comes in, zooms them up. Now, is all happy at the end of this book? Does it end in, like, a nice, tidy bow? How do they end it? They end the book bad, but they end the movie good. What? They do not. They end it the same way. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They're on the train going home. Yeah, and then... Because Katniss admits to PETA that she was just pretending and he's mad about it. No, and that's in the book, but in, in, the, movie, in the movie, I think you fell asleep at the end. That happened in both of them. And the president in the movie is really mad, so it's kind of a cliffhanger. What's a cliffhanger for people cliff, who don't know? 
A cliffhanger is well when um, it's a mystery. Like something ends and it's like almost telling you what happens but not so you're like wondering. Mm-hmm. You hate cliffhangers, don't you? Uh-huh. That's how you always say, read one more chapter, one more page at nighttime. That's how we always get a, end up like reading so much. Yeah. Anyway, so it ends in a cliffhanger. So you have to read the second book in order to find out. And guess what? There's a third book too. So we have to get through those, but we're not going to do those. So on a scale, let's wrap this up. On a scale of five stars, one star being the worst book you ever read, five stars being the best book you ever read, how many stars do you give The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins? We never mentioned the author. Her name's Suzanne Collins. And I have a bombshell for you. Do you want to hear it? What? Suzanne Collins also wrote Gregor the Overlander. next podcast is gonna be about yeah we talked about doing a doing a mom boy book podcast about gregor the overlander series because that is one of our absolute favorites so this lady knows how to write a book doesn't she yeah absolutely so okay sorry how many stars um i'll give it four four stars okay um and how many stars since we also watched the movie right after on a scale of one star worst movie you ever saw five stars best movie you've ever saw how many stars do you give Hunger Games the movie? I honestly have seen a lot of good movies, but that one was, and so I'll give it a two. Two stars, too much kissing in it for you? No, just <laughs> cuts out a lot of parts. It does. I hate when they cut out lots of parts from the book that were really good. It's just like. Slice and dice it. I know. He's he's making scissor finger motions. They just chop <laughs> up your favorite book, don't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. So two stars on the movie, four stars in the book. I'm giving the book five stars because I loved the book. Even better than Harry Potter? Okay, no, but I would also give Harry Potter like five plus stars. Five plus? We need to make a Harry Potter one because that's our absolute top <laughs> number one favorite series. We've read multiple times. So... And I would give the movie three stars. It was intriguing, but I found myself getting on my phone a lot because I was, like, kind of bored. So, um, eh, it was okay. So, um, okay, that's it. I think we are finished with our very first podcast. High five, man. Thank you for listening to Mom Boy Book. And next week, we're going to talk about um, The 14th Goldfish and its sequel, The Third Mushroom. By Jennifer Holm. We hope you tune in. Bye. Bye!